One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, before we delve into things, I just want to tell you about our Liverpool streaming service. It is Redmen Plus. Get involved over there for extra Redmen shows in video form, in podcast form. You've got documentaries, features, interviews, and a hell of a lot more besides. If you join as a club legend, you get the Discord chat, you'll get free merchandise and a host of extra bonus perks. It's like Netflix for Liverpool fans. Get over there, get involved. Otherwise, let's face it, you're going to miss out on amazing Liverpool stuff in your life hello everyone welcome to the build-up show liverpool go into the breach one final time before the world cup comes and either has a devastating effect on our lives or you know provides a welcome distraction from the misery of the globe in general um maybe somewhere in between who knows um, anyway yes southampton it is me paul machin i'm joined by abigail runkin i am joined by jamie cranford as well for this one um let's dive into it then guys um yeah, I mean, Abby, this is where we're at. One more game, um, whatever will be, will be after that. There's nothing Liverpool are going to do here that's going to fix their season. But in terms of maybe just rounding the edges of our own, I don't know, mental anguish mm-hmm. or whatever that we're going to have to deal with, um, a win's important for a whole variety of reasons. But psychologically, going into a huge gap of no Liverpool would be much more bearable if we can go into it on a win. Yeah, definitely. But then at the same time, a part of me is like, oh, we're just finally starting to win games and then this big, massive break hits us. Do you know what I mean? But um, the three points are are important. I just want Brighton and Chelsea to lose just so we can go up to six. Because if we can get to sixth going into that World Cup break, it doesn't look so bad. You know, if we're in the top six and we're going for, look, at this point, we're going for top four, Mm -hmm. aren't we? If we can be in the top six, everything feels like a bit more of a breath breath of fresh air do you know what I mean so yeah I am looking forward to it just for that as well well no exactly it's small goals Jamie that's where we're at you know we can forget the title it's a a pointless conversation it's one for science fiction writers at this point and that's not impossible but it's a a waste of oxygen at this point what we've kind of said we've had to reevaluate our targets and our targets were get out of the Champions League group progress in in the League Cup and be within touching distance of top four that the last one is the least weirdly the least sexy of the whole thing because yeah. we've got we've gotten used to better. Yeah. Um but that's where we're at. That's the reality of the situation and that's what we what, what the players are gonna have to play for. Yeah, I'd spent the last uh, couple of months having the World Cup as if we can just get through to yeah. the World Cup. If we can just scrape some results and now I'm thinking I'd actually like us to play some more games because we've we've had a few decent results in a row. Um, we've had a few convincing victories. We held on for dear life against Spurs at mm. times. I mean, obviously it's a changed team last night, but it's still a, there's still like a bit of a fun factor with winning on penalties and mm-hmm. the young lads getting a run out. So yeah, it is it is almost a bit of a shame that we want to uh, that, that we've that we've got a break. But I think with the top the top four thing, it would be I've I've been sort of looking at the league through. You know, through my fingers, mm. like I'll be like, yeah. I'll just hold my phone quite far away. And go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but it would be nice to see us at least in in touching distance. Um, but we did. We we when I was on Sky a couple of weeks ago, they had to create a top eleven yeah, graphic yeah. Um, <laughs> to put to Liverpool it. on it, and then it got used the next day on the broadcast, and everyone was complaining. Oh, they've made this for Liverpool. They, they genuinely made it because they, they had me on the discussion, and the night before there was a game. I think there was a game on a Friday night, <laughs> which pushed. I think Brentford played the night before, and it pushed us down to eleven. So they just rather than have yeah, it was yeah. it was it was hilarious. Um, 
but you're right. It's been hard. It's been hard looking at the league table. We yeah. will do that now because I've I've purposely been avoiding it for weeks yeah. because it's just been a miserable experience. It's one of those where you could just do with Liverpool. Liverpool just need to win to allow us to look at the league table. But you yeah. mentioned it, and it, I think you were spot on there, Abby. Is you don't want to be this is the problem when you're fighting for fourth is there's a lot of football teams around there that you need to start dropping points mm-hmm. it was miserable when we thought let's just have City drop points but when you're asking like three, four and five teams to start dropping it Liverpool need to focus on them and you know our, our target is we're on, we're on 19 points for the season so far finish this on 22 and as you say there's a chance you're in sixth yeah. you're on the you're, you're then Still not great, you know. Even if everyone above us lost, you know, I you're know. still a couple of wins away from, and another week of everyone losing away from being able to consider being in top four. But the, the, the reality is the reality. We can get mm. bogged down in it, and we can choose to get arsy about it. But it's done now. If we can say Liverpool have gone into this having won the final four games before before the, the mid-season break, then we'd have all taken that two weeks ago prior to those four games yeah that's what I was going to say then we'd have took it you know what I mean the actual state that we've been in recently that's the thing with the Southampton game though every every time we've won this season I've gone okay now we're going to go on a win and run now we're going to go on a win and run and then we lose the next one so I'm scared to say it yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when like Leeds and Forest like the results of those games like I couldn't I wouldn't have even have predicted us to lose them do you know what I mean yeah. so I'm trying to be like apprehensive about it all but Six isn't, I mean, six is bad, but the conversation is the top six. So to be in the top six, just going into this break, it, it gives me a little like sigh of relief of, oh, we're not in that, that 11th well, anymore. More, but moreover, I mean? we've been rubbish. We won uh, yeah. our first away game of the season at the mm. weekend yeah. in November. Mm. And if we can be within a couple of games of those other clutches, it goes to show, yeah, that nobody's talking about this being a catastrophic season for Man United because that's where they're at. They're used to being in this kind yeah. of form and they're all feeling quite upbeat because they've got a new manager and they've got a, a, a decent style of play. Chelsea have got a new manager in, you know, started well. They're having starting to have starting to have issues now. They're losing they've lost a couple of uh, games that they yeah. would have been expected to win. You know, there's teams there, Tottenham Hotspur can't beat any of the teams in that who they're fighting for these places with. So as much as we're, we're conditioned now to be like, oh God, well, we need to win every game. If our ambitions are, have to have yeah. had to be reset, sorry, at like third or fourth, mm. then there's a far better chance of these things because they're all a bit crap as well. It's just so irritating to be back in the position yeah. where I have to check so many of the team's scores. Do you know what I mean? It's more likely that one of them will give you a, a day break. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But like the last couple of seasons, all the only other team I've checked, well, obviously I check Man United because I like to check if they've lost or yeah. Everton. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But one that I've really actually cared about is Man City. So the fact that I have to keep an eye on like the likes of Brighton and Newcastle and all that now, I'm finding it like excruciatingly painful, to be honest. But, you know, it could be a lot worse, the state we've been in. Yeah. Like we are closer to the bottom than we are to the top, but I have like full faith. Do you know what I mean? I do have full faith, but my negativity is just creeping in. When I got the table up before and I realised how congested everything is on the table, yeah. it, it, it's ridiculous, but I, I, I don't like looking at all the different teams. No, no, it isn't. It it and I, but, it's, but it's right, though, because this is it's just a, it's an odd place to be in, isn't it, Jamie? And it's not, because, uh, Christ, Liverpool, in my <coughs> time supporting the club, in the, in the Premier League era, you yeah. know, I yeah. supported them for a couple of years before the Premier League started, but I was a kid, you know, barely capable of understanding really what the whole thing was about but we've always been a team that's you know that's never been a consistently title challenging team no we've always been a cup team and we've been a team that could give a good headwind got behind it we could make a push for the challenge every now and again yeah. we've been a title challenging team or at least and even during the COVID season when it all fell to bits we were still at that level of squad just the, the players were available to us to be able yeah. to put it out on the pitch but so that's why it's so odd this season. It's like, have we regressed? Are we going back into that pack? But you, so you forget, you forget about it. You forget what it's like on a week to week basis. Yeah. You forget that there's always a crisis club, and Liverpool have been that for a few <coughs> weeks. And that's one of the things about beating Spurs is it just feels a little bit like, okay, FSG up trying to sell the football club in the week, the last week before the World Cup, yeah. hasn't helped with this. But the spotlight on the pitch certainly has kind of started to move away the circus has moved on to other clubs back onto Chelsea Spurs and Chelsea now isn't it yeah I think the thing as some given that we've been challenging for the title the last few seasons you can kind of look on the top four battle dispassionately and 
the amount of teams that kind of bugger it up, like we've had Leicester do it a couple of times. Yep. Arsenal were in the box seat. Like you always, you always get it where it's like, oh, they're definitely going to come forth. Yeah. And then it's oh, they've lost. I mean, which we we have done twice, but <laughs> they've lost to the team in the bottom three or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think I've seen a thing like, oh, we need to get. 70 points or we need to go at two what it's some ridiculous points per game like when it's never going to happen i think we don't we just need to be better than whoever's in fifth now if they go at a high pace then we will have to match them but all of these two i think newcastle are a difficult kind of wild card because they could reinforce in january they're looking pretty good i i thought spurs were a banker for top four because of just Conte's experience yeah. and his, you know, and uh, and his quality, and then you've got you you got Manu and Chelsea, and I feel like Brighton will eventually have to fall away because yeah. they they just they, they won't have as deep a squad as all the rest of them. But you never know. So no, it's it's entirely possible. But there's there's doors that, or spots that are left open during the season. Normally, when the top teams don't get their act together, yeah. and it will be interesting to see what happens with Chelsea this season. Whether Graham Potter's able to, you know, is this a transition season for him? You know, they've got they've got injury problems. They've got a new ownership structure in place. They haven't got all the football people in place above them. They're a bit of a basket case. And you know, I, I'd said this pre-season is can Tuchel hold them together long enough to be able to just get them back into the top four and. Them reboot well they got rid of him they got rid of the experience yeah. got rid of the European Cup winner and brought in Graham Potter you know and, and is he, is he going to have the strength of character or experience to guide them through this is he his, in terms of his managerial progression if they scrape into the top four that's like the biggest achievements you know or the, the most significant in terms yeah. of the highest he'll ever finished in his in his managerial yeah. career Um so we, they've got they've got that kind of battle, and no one knows Newcastle. How will Eddie Howe cope if they start if they do decide that January's the time to start buying loads of names in? Well, that's the first time they're going to have to deal with if you've got if you're the 11, 12, 13, 15 lads who've gotten Newcastle into the top four, and then all of a sudden here come the big guns. Yeah. Well, how do you maintain squad harmony in a situation yeah. where it's like, well, hang on, Dan Burns, like, well, hang on a second. I was. I'm the guy who's been keeping the clean sheets. We've had the best defensive record with me and here. Now you're bringing in this 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 other guy. That'll be interesting to follow. And who knows with Tottenham, they should be fine because Conte's good. But mm. yeah, everyone the thing is everyone's a mess. And I'm just, Abby. I'm just hoping. And I think we're all like this, aren't we? That with the with the World Cup break, Jurgen gets a chance to reboot. Jurgen and Pep sit around and they and they work it all out and they get a bit of a, a new pre-season for some of these guys. Get the get the, the the fitness right, which we clearly got so badly wrong in the summer. And then say, okay, well, here's the here's the fresh targets. Kind of go at it from like year zero. No point in lads. Yeah. Like you know the whole it's nil nil in the in the second half. Pretend it's a fresh game and, and go for it. But again, it goes back to the significance of just beating Southampton because it's. I think if you lose to Southampton, you that those conversations aren't. Whew, well done, lads. We've got in here. Mm-hmm. Everyone, sit down. Put your feet up. Let's work this out. There's a lot of shouting that has to happen still because it's another one of those. Relegation yeah. for the teams, you know, will effectively have lost to another team that's currently in the bottom in the bottom three. Yeah, definitely. The break's definitely coming at a good time for us in a way because we have been trying like the four four two four two four formation and it just weren't working. And we've switched back to four three three. So I'm hoping because I I was quite a fan of it. You know what I mean? There was mm-hmm. a bit of an excitement there. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping maybe we can spend a little time on improving that. I think we've only got about five six players going to the World Cup, so most of them are going to Dubai, aren't? They feel yeah. like a training camp thing, so hopefully we can improve on things there. It does feel like the like breather that we really needed. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it just felt like it was never ending. But like I said before, the moment we start to pick up a little bit, and I'm actually enjoying going to the game and watching Liverpool, and like just starting to like like you were saying, peeking behind your hands at the table, yeah. just starting to have like a tiny like look at things. Even like the way we've we finished in the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? All that sort of made me hopeful for the rest of the season. Yeah. So the fact that there's a break here. It does have. It's probably more positive than negative, and I was literally begging for it about three weeks ago, yeah. and now it's here. I'm like, oh, um, you know. Yeah, and and that's what we, why I'm personally hoping for. I I I totally agree with that. A couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, like, right, end it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have an ex- let them all go for international duty now. Fine, whatever. Like you're in. Get, yeah, it just has to avoid the whole thing. It's fine. What is that? That'd be nice to get to that point at the end of the week, and we go, oh, actually. 
do with another game here midweek yeah. or next week or whatever so no that is good and, and I want us to be excited about getting through to the next round of the League Cup and knowing that we're not back on Boxing Day now we're going to be back on the 20th or the 21st the final isn't it yeah so you know whether it, what, what Liverpool side that is is kind of irrelevant it means Liverpool are effectively coming back a week early so we've got one less week to wait <laughs> uh, whereas if you go in a bad note you're like fuck, fuck them God, let them have it you know what I mean like I, I want them to have an extra time off you know, because I don't want to yeah. see these shower bastards anytime soon um <laughs> <laughs> um, Southampton um, a couple of things obviously might, what might help, what should hopefully help us obviously is how heavily Liverpool rotated we'll talk about that a bit more in part two when we're, we're picking our team of course Southampton played midweek beat Wednesday on penalties um, new manager bounce syndrome potentially incoming Jamie um, mm. Nathan Jones taking the job Luton manager um ninth in the championship so you know he's not, not talking about a high profile manager who's going to come in with a, a ton of you know a, a, an amazing reputation from what I'm from what I'm told he was good at Luton really struggled at Stoke he's back at Luton and uh, went back at Luton done a decent job um, I'm hoping this isn't like a Brighton kind of effect yeah um, although of course they were going well and he just kind of he's, at, he's brought a bit of continuity I'm hopeful that these are just Still in the doldrums a bit. Oh, James Ward-Prowse is dead miserable and has got and, and, and doesn't feel there's any point in proving a point uh, yeah. to get at Southgate. Um, <laughs> and the, and yeah, I just I can't be arsed with all the little side narratives that normally come around to bite us. Yeah, I mean, does anybody actually know if the new man the, has anyone crunched the numbers on the new manager bounce? I don't know how you, you'd need a PhD certainly, wouldn't yeah. you? Would these people like um, managers that get promoted up a division that it can be a bit sink or swim like? I think there was a guy who went from Forest Green to was it Watford or there's been a few people who've gone up one or two divisions and have been sacked within three months since the start of the season. Yeah. But then you get the odd one where somebody's I guess like Potter. I mean I suppose it's a bit different with Potter coming from was it Denmark or Sweden? That that was a promotion, but he's obviously some some people take to it like a doctor water. I'm hoping we've been like. Um, the Blues over there, like, if you need a win to sort your season out, we've been the ones who've been providing it this yes. year, which yeah. we've not normally. Yeah, it's not, but whereas Everton the last few years, it's been like beleaguered manager, blah blah blah. Oh no, where's your win? You're going to Everton. Yeah, Liverpool have been like a, a points bank for people who really, really sort of need it. Like, I mean, we go, no, no, we've got care, we care for the Premier League community. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you, you, you're really strong. Don't worry. Come on, come on, come on. We'll sort you out. Three points. Three points. Steve Cooper, <laughs> thanks so much for your, thanks so much for your time working at Liverpool Academy. Yeah. You know we're going to box you off with home win there, mate. Home win in front of your crowds, no problem what, whatsoever. Yeah, really no, I, I agree. That needs to that needs to stop imminently. Let's be, yeah. let's be perfectly honest on that. Look to the point of Southampton. They got a minus twelve goal difference after fourteen games. You know they don't score goals. They don't concede the most in the league, but they, they they've got amongst the worst defensive mm. records so far. Yeah. His job, I imagine, is to come in and galvanise them, give them a bit of a spring in the step, and you might see that. In, but again, if I was going, if we were going away, I'd be slightly more concerned about that. Abby, it's Anfield. Hopefully, we're all in a, in a, in a better headspace. Mm. Um, we want to give the boys a big send off as well, yeah. and just my my gut feeling on this is this goes more. I'm say we're gonna we're gonna do a, a nine nil demolition job here, but this should be a game where if Liverpool get it right. We should be. This should be looking at a proper. I don't care how we win ultimately, but this we should be able to manage a, a, a comfortable win here if we do if we do all the right things. We should definitely, and I think if we perform the way we did in the first half against Spurs, then we'll be fine. We'll be yeah, flying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then that second half creeps around, and it's like the Liverpool we've been seeing all season. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. It's just I don't know. I keep getting the Leeds game in my mind. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just yeah. I just hope the atmosphere gets up for it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because that is so important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. And the, look, and, and the approach to this, and again, I go back to mentioning the rotation and stuff. People are going to put everything they've got. They're putting all the firepower. They've taken no risks there. There's a couple yeah. of players that they quite clearly could have put in. You know, like they, you could have started Darwin Nunes in midweek. Yeah. Mm. You could have started Javier. Yeah, you could have started Roberto Firmino. You could have started Salah. You know what I mean? Salah doesn't even make it on make it on the bench because you know to the point we've been playing two games a week. Salah's not going to play a game now until we might not even play the League Cup game. You know before Christmas, it's going to be six weeks before he plays a competitive game. You know other than other than this one at the weekend. But we've we, I I do wonder if there's a little bit of that. It's like right, 
the mission here is in front of the crowd go and put on a show yeah. go and put on a show for all the fans all the ones who've maybe been sitting on the fence or creeping back towards the fence from the side of positivity <laughs> and say look you know we're going to hopefully lead, lead us out I don't know I don't know if they're going to do a lap of honour or appreciation at the, <laughs> for a mid-season or whatever but yeah. you know what you want is fish bumps from Klopp you want you want the players all you know coming up to the crowd and giving it this. You want to be able to sing the songs and hopefully carry us out uh, in a good spirit. Um, right, we have brought to you in association with Betmate. Um, let's just catch up on where we've been so far. So if you're not familiar with this, what you do for each week on Betmate is you pick a squad or a team of seven players, um, and then you pick your subs as well. A maximum of six from each football team. This week we've got a pot that's going to be uh, Liverpool and Southampton exclusive for that. Uh, we're going to be introducing that in part two, of course. Um, but let's have a little look at how we got on last week. Uh, hopefully we've got those graphics ready and queued up. There you go. The Redmen guessed the count, so no pressure, yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, finished 13th Brilliant. with 55 points. Page, I got 52. I got 49. And, of course, Steve propping up <laughs> off the table, propping it up on 45.5 uh, uh, on that. Yeah, so very, 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 very good indeed. Uh, the overall league title, uh, league table so far, um, is looking quite healthy for me as well. Look at that. That's yeah. great. Uh, leading the way in terms of most points. And most cash won as well for 495 points so far for me this season. £103 uh, in the bank. Um, a Redman pay jack there in second place, 477.5. Steers crept above uh, the guests. I've not, I've, it's been a couple of weeks since I've seen you paid attention to this. Steers actually crept up. So there's an opportunity here for you two um, in part two to pick a team that puts Steve back in his Got place. <laughs> Yeah, we will. I feel like I'm I'm here about once every three weeks, and Steve is always last. So I don't know how he's above the guests. We need to redress the once. balance for the guests. And I think we come last the week. <laughs> I did. I'm convinced we did. Right. Um, yeah, you can get involved. Uh, use the uh, if you want to use the QR code that was on the screen or whatever. Or you can use the link in the description. I need to download the BetMates app. Um, it is very very good fun indeed, and we're going to be picking that in part two. Anyway, uh, before we come back for that, we've got a trivia question. The trivia question is uh, when was the last time we lost to Southampton at Anfield answers after this Hey everyone, football as we know and love it is coming to an end, but the party doesn't stop, it only kicks off. And Chris Pajak, where and when is that party going to be? It's going to be in Coyote Ugly everybody, 13th of November, that's a Sunday, 4pm till 8pm, we're getting drunk, you're getting drunk, get involved. Who's going to be there, Steve? You're, you're going to be, be there. there, I'm going to be there, Chris is going to be there, Chloe, Steve, Dan, the whole Redmen team, and of course, every wonderful Redmen Plus subscriber gets the chance to be there as well. Yes, if you're an existing subscriber to Redmen Plus and you're entitled to two tickets if you sign up today you will be emailed a code to get your tickets to the event as well so yes the day after the final game of the mid-season come and have a party in Liverpool with us at Coyote Ugly it's going to go off it's going to be us it's going to be laughs it's going to be am dreams. I allowed to dance it's gonna on be the, the bar you are going Chris Payton am I allowed to dance on the bar yes you and the Coyote Ugly girls on the oh, bar I cannot wait for this yes Go to redmanplus.com and sign up. Yeah, music from the Ragamuffins, Dave Jags and us in a big room together, having a chat. What more could you want to do? You come and join us. Join up redmanplus.com. I'm going to have to go. I need to work on my dance moves. Free tickets. All the best. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. 
no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yes, if you want to come and have a party with us this Sunday, Liverpool are obviously taking their extended break or going to the World Cup or whatever, like Trent and Hendo. Um, but we're going to be partying in town. If you join up at Redmen Plus, Dot com right now your welcome email will contain a code to get you two free tickets to Sunday's event uh, but obviously if you don't get that sorted sooner rather than later there'll come a point where you might not be able to get it sorted just get it sorted and then you come and have a have a bevy with us on Sunday again just to put it out it's coyote ugly it is exactly how it sounds it is literally based on the film um, and some people are like oh, I've not seen coyote ugly that's fine but we all get the concept it's like they have they have people dancing and singing on the bar we are going to we are, we've been told for our on stage bit we're, we're going to be on the bar Chris Pajak stood on the bar that's just in a little pair of cut off denim shorts oh my god please like cowboy boots as well yeah it has to happen now. Whatever so. it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. I'll um, buy them. You can borrow mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out. We'll be, we'll be back. I don't we'll want that back. image to come into my head at some point in and the future. Will it ever leave again? Yeah. Is the, is the important question. Yeah. Um, right, sounds. Um, yeah, thank you so much for everyone. Of course, you always got the tickets already. We're going to have a very good time with you guys just hanging out, chilling, listening to some live music and watching Chris Pajak strip on the bar. Um, <laughs> the question before the break was, when was the last time we lost to Southampton at Anfield? Jamie, you're, you had... You, we went, you seem quite confident. I had a this. feeling that it was a it was a Dejan Lovren goal for one nil Southampton, but that might not have been at Anfield, but then Abby's come on and I think she's right. So hold on a moment. Was I wrong? The no the game that you are in fact thinking of um, let me just double check because I think you're I think you're absolutely spot on here. Yeah, yeah. The game that Jamie is thinking of was uh, yes, back in t- September the 21st of September 2013 yeah. and it was a Dejan Lovren 1-0 win for Southampton that was at Anfield however however we have lost more recently than that 2017 18 17 2017 was it Abby Calvin from out of nowhere the 25th of January League Cup semi-final second leg Liverpool 0 Southampton 1 and the goal scored by who was it? Shane Long. Shane was Long, it? the 90th minute. Oh, well. Wow. Um, to put to kind of hammer on the point, which I think is quite interesting, though, our home form against them is absolutely stupendous. Yeah. Um, I'll get the I'll get it up just so we can have a quick look through the uh, the more recent stuff. But last season, beat them 4-0. Season before that, beat them 2-0. Season before that, beat them 4-0. Before that, 3-0. 3-0. And then we drew in May 2017, obviously lost that League Cup game. Um, but yeah, over the last five years, um, yeah, we basically batter them at Anfield on a consistent basis, which is why I'm, I'm hoping that we can have more of the same um, here at the weekend. Um, but yeah, let's hope uh, we can put a team together for that. Um, James Milner should be back. Um, I was a little surprised that even though he'd come out of uh, the concussion protocols that's easy for me to say um, that he, he wasn't involved at all in yeah. the midweek when as yeah. that's the League Cup team is James Milner's time to shine normally and has been for a number of years so you know he should definitely be back for this Curtis Jones was absent I had a rumour that he'd had a, re- a reoccurrence of the, the things that he's had already this season the going thing but I thought he would play yeah. he was the first person I thought would play do you know what I mean yeah. I was really surprised and then I was looking at the bench and I was so confused but nothing on social media was telling me what. Nothing no at, one asked any questions nothing so. at all um, I asked Neil Jones earlier and he, and he said he, that was news to him he did mm-hmm. nothing so it might just be one of those scouse rumours where you as, <laughs> as it always happens but we're loads more susceptible to the scouse rumour when things are bad yeah. you know the whole like Klopp was leaving t- round the tweets that went out during the Covid season and everyone genuinely believed it was happening um, <laughs> according to PremierInjuries.com at the moment the six who are who are being on a watch list obviously we know Diaz is out apparently according to Pep Linders he started running today mm. so that puts him on track for being back for the return of the footy hopefully the League Cup if not the Boxing Day the game the relief of that honestly the relief of it yeah Oh. Absolutely. Um, 
Joe Jota, the, the talk is he'll be a little bit longer. He's a bit further behind. No one really knows on art or just yeah. Now because is listed here as a twenty five percent chance of playing, but he was another one who had a setback, got got um. back to fitness, and then missed out of the, the the weekend again. Which I mean, conspiracy theories will continue. Fueling the room, I'm loads, yeah. isn't he? Not old nabby at the moment. Yeah, 100%. still on, still unlikely for Joel Matip, of course, as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, look broadly, what it means is we kind of know what to expect. It's going to be a lot of a lot of what we've seen um, of late, really. And I guess the only thing that might alter some decisions in this Abbey is the Derby game in midweek. You know, not loads of senior players in there. I'm not sure anyone's played their way into starting contention, but is there anyone from that performance that you'd think, oh, I wouldn't mind a little look on the bench? That, well, Ben Doak, is it? Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Unbelievable. Literally, like, I was in Upper Main, so I couldn't read his name on the back of his shirt. So I was just going, <laughs> I think it was 50. Well. <laughs> I was like, number 50. I was like, oh, my God, who's that? I'm literally unbelievable, weren't he? Literally yeah. ran the show. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's he's one. I think there's, I think there's, I think there's three players... In that side, Jamie, who none of whom I would expect to start this because we're going, we're going as strong as possible for it. But if you told me that Stefan Pajetic, Calvin Ramsey, and Ben Doak were on the bench for the yeah, weekend, yeah. I'd be made up for all three of them because I yeah. thought in different ways. I thought they all got a chance to show what they were capable of in that game. Yeah, they were all good. Um, definitely, I could definitely see them maybe starting the get maybe not Doak, but. I, I could see him. You never know with our injuries. I could, I could see 16. him on the bench, maybe as the season goes on, when he's had more. Because he's, he's, let's face it, he's only had three or four, well, f- four or five months at the mm. club, hasn't he? But he, he's just got that that raw thing of just. I'm, it's like schoolyard football, isn't it? I'm just going to rip you and yeah. try yeah. and get a shot off or try and get a pass off. And yeah. I, it's nice to see that almost like unschooled thing because yeah. it's all you always hear it, don't you? Of like. He needs to work on how he integrates with the team. You're like, no, just want him to play like FIFA Streets and just take four people on and have a shot. You know? No, and that's we, we were having a good chat about him. And we again, I just done Jano Insight with Neil Jones from Goal, and you know, we were chatting about the impact of the young players and you know what what a, a stellar impact he's had on the you know, the youth league team for Liverpool so far in Doken. Mm. There's something about those those guys with that the electric pace over a couple of yards, which just takes them past the player. It gets you on, on the edge of your seat and. It, he's not going to be a, a, an integral part of the first team Liverpool squad. I mean, he's, no. he's 16 years old. It's just exciting to see yes. players like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And That's... particularly for the front three, where you know we've got the three lads now. It's Darwin, it's Bobby, and it's Salah. They're your, they're your three established mm. lads. Yeah. We've tried a bit of Curtis Jones in there, and he's been absolutely fine. We don't know what his fitness levels are like for this. Mm. We've seen Ox play in the front three before. Harvey can do a little bit. Carvalho can do a little bit. But none of them, maybe Ox, but not, but none of them are like are lightning. And mm. there is just something to, if you wanted to shift it round and you wanted to push Salah central, for example, yeah. I could, I could see a worse world than putting Ben Doak on for ten minutes at the end of a match and just saying, go on, go on, go and challenge. Well, people. yeah, well that's why I, that's why I love watching the cup games earlier on because you do get to see because it's, it's not like I, I don't really watch loads of the academy, which I probably should watch more of it really, yeah. but. It, it sort of shows me what, what they're doing and do you know what I mean? It like puts a few names in my head, do you know <laughs> what I mean? So now I, I really enjoyed watching them yesterday. Ramsey as well. Yeah. Like like I don't mind if he's on the bench and comes on for Trent like every mm-hmm. week. Like he was re- he was really good. It would be nice to see him take his place in the squad, his proper place in the squad, Jamie, and that is right now it's not quite what Costas is to Robbo, yeah, which yeah. is in a far heavier rotation. Yeah. But I want, I, I want to see if Trent's going to come off, and he has done a lot. We've been trying to, we've been trying to limit Trent's minutes because yeah. he's played far too much football. I think he's played the third most minutes of anyone in the Liverpool squad mm. this season. Twenty minutes, twenty minutes at the end of the game. So you don't need to put James Milner to right back. Yeah, put Calvin Ramsey in there now. He's had a couple of little appearances under his belt. He's played a couple of games in the twenty-one. Scored a couple of goals at that level as well. Now he's played the the, the League Cup game. I actually, I don't care about the game state anymore. It's Southampton. There should be no issues with even if you're ch- if you're chasing a goal and you have to bring Trent on. If you keep keep him on, by the way. But if you have to bring him off because of sports science, yeah, bring Calvin Ramsey on. Yeah, especially with the five subs. Yes. Um, you know, it, it is it is good because 
we've been, especially when we weren't playing well, I mean, it reached a kind of crisis point when Milner was selected at right back against City and thankfully it was brilliant. But yeah. there was that thing like, oh God, we've left. What was it Leeds the other week though when the game's get, the game's not going our way and that yeah. was the one where people got a bit upset about Milner coming on coming on yeah. for, for Trent? We, especially because we we, we've left Williams go and got good money for him to be fair. Then we've signed a lad and he's, Oh, oh, he's immediately injured, yeah. like like a load of our other players. And then you've got the Gomez playing there, and then Matic goes out, and it's like, oh my god! What? But he's um, he certainly he, he put in a good display last night, and just with that little bit of experience, I wouldn't be uh, averse to putting him in now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess the other, the only thing where I think there's any real question of where people start, um, I mean, you know, Robbo will come back in. Yeah. left back Trent will play right back it'll be uh, Virgil and Canate at centre half Definitely. the front three will be the front three and then it's just I think there's I think Thiago starts if he's available as always and then you've got two from Hendo Fabinho and Harvey and it and it's it'll be interesting to see because Hendo doesn't start last weekend mm. he doesn't play in the midweek there's no reason why he won't come into this but it might actually be one of those games where it gives you a little inkling of it's called picking what it's called picking his strongest team or the team he thinks is most capable of breaking these down. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see who's in the six and therefore who's in who's in the eight. Well, and if if you if you had to put yourself in Jurgen Klopp's shoes, what do you reckon he'll do? So, is Henderson all right now? Did he have like was it an injury that he had? I think or he was, had, yeah. was it because everyone was saying he had like an injury? So I was a bit like mm, I don't know. Do you know mm. what I mean? So I don't know if Klopp had throw him in to start him if he's still got like an issue but I just don't see him making any changes from Spurs to be honest with you I still think we'll see Fab, Thiago, Harvey yeah. in like a 4 3 keep yeah. it to a 4 3 because I just as much as I like the 4 2 4 or 4 4 2 whatever you want to call it Stresses me out a bit. No, it is. Yeah. I mean, look, we, 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 we kind of. We, I think we've all been coming back to this, haven't we, Jamie? Where everyone just feels a bit more relaxed because it's so recognisable the pattern to play it back in four three three. That that's. Mm. It's kind of. I I I got what we were trying to do, but we had no midfielders when we were trying to do it, and we had loads of forwards. Now we haven't got loads of forwards, and we've got more midfielders available to choose from. So the four three three does make. Sense. We're at home as well, you know, and yeah. Yeah, that that should be a big part. And but it's it's the Fabinho thing for me. It's it, 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 and I don't quite know what Southampton were going to get of course and that'll be the difference with, with the new manager if they come and if they come out, out at us then maybe you want a Fabinho in there or at least the idea of what Fabinho should be and not necessarily what he's been this yeah. season if you think it's going to be a game where they're just going to try and defend for the lives and play for a draw then there's no reason why you can't put Hendo in the six and then put Harvey and Thiago alongside him yeah I think I, you would I would expect them to err on the sort of side of being on the front foot because of where Southampton are. So then you'd say, well, Harvey's got more attacking, you know, more of an attacking mindset than, mm. than Henderson has. It's tricky with them because they've lost a few experienced players. I mean, they lost Ings the other year and Redmond and people and Romeo, people who you just see like, oh, they've been there for ages and they've, they've replaced them with a, with a lot of young players. And now they've, you know, they've slipped down the table. They've sacked the manager. You think, oh, well, that gamble's not worked. But then it could be one of those situations where it's like they're not scarred by previous hidings, and yeah. they just think, like Leeds the other week, they just think, well, we'll just if it's we're in this hit. game with yeah, twenty minutes go to go, it. then great. Yeah. You know, they might they might not be thinking like, oh God, we're going to be defending, mm. we're going to be fighting like beavers, as a. Uh, Cammy said um, was it Chris yeah it sounds like it mate. yeah <laughs> um, you know they might so I'm obviously hoping that that's not going to be the case I'm hoping that you know you want a nice goal in the first 20 minutes or so another one in the second half and another one in like you know that's Ben Doak in the 90th yeah. minute or something like that we, you want we, don't yeah, you? Yeah. the mission's been in recent weeks is to just tried our best doesn't always work stop conceding goals in the first 15 minutes stop conceding the first goal be solid don't rush don't overcommit. and I'd like to go back to those kind of performances that 18-19 and 19-20 Liverpool had where we just play the first half we just play a game of football in the first half and if a goal opportunity arrives great and you take it great yeah. even better yeah. but you you just you get a feel for the game. You keep the door shut. You may resolute. You 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 take the ball off them, and you cr and you you start to like crush the life out of them and how and how yeah. you play. And then 
with a little bit of analysis at halftime, you then go up a gear, you're attacking the cop, and you're going absolutely, well, you know, you put them to the sword. But in terms of what we're talking about there, you, you could do a break in the spirits, really. So I agree, a, a goal in the first 20 minutes for us, pretty, it doesn't put the game to bed because no. loads of teams have taken encouragement from Liverpool can be a bit weak mm-hmm. when we go, when we when we overcommit. But it gives us a platform. I'd like, that's what I'm hoping to see from us this time around. Right, uh, we're going to be picking our 11s. Um, we're going to be going through some of your comments and stuff as well uh, in a minute. But it is time to pick the Betmate team for this week. Um, okay. Jamie and Abby. You have the job, as mentioned. Um, you've got to pick seven players for on the pitch. You've got to pick your four substitutes. Um, you can only pick a maximum of six from any team. So a maximum of six Liverpool players in there. We're going to start with the goalie. Well, I want to speak to you about your... What, what's the deal? Is, is this like a trade secret that you're allowed to reveal? Picking well, the no, opposition it's goalkeeper? Not, it's not a trade secret because Chris Pajak basically had people messaging me to blame me for Liverpool not winning games. Yeah. I captained... Um, the opposition goalkeepers in the Nottingham Forest and I think the Leeds game mm-hmm. and I come in and I and I did well in both of those let's, yeah. just, put it, let's just put it that way let me just double check actually. Yeah, my, I did, my I, theory yeah. is I captained <laughs> Henderson and Melier uh, in consecutive yes. weeks I finished sixth and won £32.50 in the Forest uh, grand pot prize pool and I won 54 and finished fourth in the Liverpool Leeds one as well based on strong goalkeeping performances <laughs> Because my theory is you always want to pick Allison because he's more likely to keep a clean sheet and we're playing a team that's weaker than us. Yeah. But that doesn't bring bring the money in, apparently. No. Well, but well, maybe let's go with Paul's thing. Well, Melier, yeah, I put him as captain. I, I was going to say, I still think I'm gonna, I am going. want to pick Allison. He got... <laughs> you get a point for every shot saved by a goalkeeper. Oh. And, I, right. and, I, and I had him as captain, which doubles your points. So there's a, there's a there's a tactical factor you might want to consider. This, in is, this, this is the trade secrets yeah. now, isn't it? I'd imagine so if, we're going to have more shots. On and if he plays a blinder as well. Yeah. But then you're guessing you get negative points for conceding goals. Yep. So if we score four or five. Exactly. <sighs> you you look into this so much. I did oh. with your dad the other weekend. We were like, should we just do Liverpool Alison Trent, Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, just one round. Should we just put Alison? <laughs> right, go on, pick your goalie then. Oh, we've run out of time. Hang on. Yeah, you, if you pick your team, you've got to you've got to get it in quickly. So sorry, yeah, sorry, we'll do that. Um, yeah, you can uh, get involved. Too much time talking tactics by scanning the QR code. The link is in the description underneath. The guys are going to be picking through their team. Talk us through it then. You know, while we're waiting for that to reload, so you're thinking Allison is the goalie? Yeah. Should we just we, Liverpool just are going to keep a clean sheet? We're going to just go for yeah, let's, I'll nice. go for Allison. Yeah. So Ali in goal, yeah, okay. no messing about. Two defenders. Canate at the top. There. Do you have any strong inklings on to who who your Southampton player and your starting team is going to be? Is anyone you're desperately looking for? That's a good so question. Or Prowson or something. Yeah, because the one you definitely know. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly Almost ex- why. It's literally um, predictable at this point. Bella Kotschap's gone to the World Cup with Germany. So yeah, he's got a little. He's got a little. Oh, I don't know what a that little means. injury mark there. I think. Yeah. Do you want to take a chance, Jamie, that? on your head oh, You've got to finish above Steve. Here. Normally, I just go Trent and Robbo because I think so they'll get. Can I just let you know if, how many assists Trent Alexander Arnold got this season? None. Zero. Oh, but he I has know. got three goals. It's mad, isn't cops, it? Yeah. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel I'd right. I put Canate in if it was yeah. me. Should we throw Canate in? So and yeah. Robbo or we... yeah, I I'd, I'd say more more Robbo okay, than Trent. Okay, we'll stick him in then. Andy Robertson. Just all then. Liverpool most so far. Yeah. Centre mids. We're going. Oh, there's Maitland Niles there. There's another player I've heard of. <laughs> Should we go Ward Prowse? Yeah. yeah. Maitland Niles is one of those got players who only ever seems to turn up in his career against Liverpool. Put him in then. Fabinho. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe Elliot. Mm, yeah, if you think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. I so do I. Okay. Oh. Put, put Harvey in then. What if he doesn't play? Fabinho's definitely going to play, isn't he? Is he? Is he though? Is he though? I think out of all of them, Tiago is the most likely. Okay, you two at the forwards then. Um, Salah, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Salah and Nunes. Yeah, 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 yeah I'd yeah. say Salah and Nunes. Yeah. Okay. And then just fill the bench with... Yeah. Captain and vice-captain, important things. Captain is a, a, t- mm. a double multiplier. Vice-captain is 1.5. I, I captain Salah. Yeah. I would. 
Yeah. Oh, I've just got rid of him. Hang on. There he comes. <laughs> this is literally me. Yeah. Captain he is. Who are we having as vice captain? Mm, could just do Alison if you wanted to. Okay. Oh, if he's getting that clean sheet. Oh, no. Go if he's getting that clean sheet that we think he's getting. I like it. So now we need Southampton. Sounds. Just do the first. Right, foot. you guys pick your pick your bench oh, while we're doing, while we're doing we're that. Um, let's have a look then at the teams that me. How oh, do you want to do Salison? <laughs> and Chris have picked Chris Pajak has gone with Allison Van Dyke Canate. He has gone for I can't read that from here. Brilliant. Um, and Tiago alongside El Elianusi. Yes, there you go. Yeah, I literally can't read that from here. Wow, uh, that's a that's a, a worrying early sign. Uh, Salah and Nunes as captain and vice captain for Pajak. Okay, moving on. So, a shocked Steve Hoare. Uh, that's his face when he, he that's his face when he found out he wasn't bottom of the overall yeah. league. Uh, Allison Robertson, Canate, Tiago, James Ward-Prowse, Salah, and Firmino. Captain. Vice Salah captain oh. Firmino for mm. Steve Hall. A lot of faith. And the in team him. that I settled upon. Yep. Oh, the keeper. I've again. gone from the goalie. I was uh, going to say that's the same as ours, but different. Goalie. I have vice. I vice captain the Southampton wow. goalie. I've got Robertson and Canate as my defenders. I've got James Ward-Prowse and Thiago captain Salah alongside Darwin Nunez. Yes. Play along at home. Um, make sure you are gamble aware. Make sure you're over 18 as well. Uh, if you're not into that kind of thing, then don't for make us force you into any kind of major lifestyle changes or whatever. Uh, it is meant to be fun. It is supplementary to your life and to uh, your footballing experience. Uh, so if you want to join us and beat Steve, um, then by all means do. Um, it's almost guaranteed the, that you beat Steve. Yeah. If you've got the bottle, and I bottled it, by the way, this week, is that do we put the Southampton keeper in and captain him? I, I bottled that this week. You're just week. sick of the uh, grief off everyone. I am sick of yeah. I'm sick. Our club legend Discord was chock full of people messaging me on the, during the game against Leeds United, basically blaming me for losing yeah. that game. And that's all Chris Pajak's fault. Um, have you saved your team? Yeah. We've saved the team. Quality. Then we are good. Uh, right, sound, yeah. Um, there is a free-to-enter um, pot. If you open the BetMates app and sign up using the referral code uh, Revan5 if you're a new customer, uh, you can log in if you're not. Join, click the Join icon at the bottom and enter the pot code REDMEN. Uh, R-E-D-M-E-N and you can play along with us for free in that as well so yeah the code is REDMEN uh, and you can get involved uh, that should be very good indeed right sad um, let's um, let's crack on oh yeah oh, oh by the way I just want to make a quick mention uh, the people at Betmates are actually uh, are looking to uh, take on people who want to invest in them as well so if you want to get involved with that uh, then check out their socials for more details and I'd love to be able to give you more detail on it but uh, I, it's not something that I totally understand so go and check their stuff if you want to find out more details if you enjoy playing along with them so far this season anyway um, let's go through our 11s then it's, look, it's going to be decided by the midfield threes. Jamie, who has already said he's convinced that Fabinho is starting this game. Yeah. So it's the back four as expected. Yeah. And a midfield three of? Fabinho, Thiago, Harvey Elliott. That's, I think that's me. That's, that's if I'm the manager. Then he might. For, from Tottenham. That's yeah. the same as them. Yeah. Unchanged. Uh, yeah. Uh, he might play Henderson. I would I would start Elliot. Mm. There's a slight chance the other the other alternative to this is it might be Henderson. It might be all three. It might be Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson. That's the other the other yeah. side variation on that. I'm not against Jordan Henderson starting in the six. I think he's been pretty good in the six yeah. so far this season and he has in general in his Liverpool career. It's I, I think you want to go best foot forward as well. So I think Elliot kinda of needs to be on the pitch, unless we've decided that we just need we do need to be careful with his development. We don't want to overplay him. That's the only thing, yeah. But I don't think you can drop like one of the top three best players we've had all season. Yeah. He's literally outperformed most of the midfield all season. Do you know and even mean? that criticism of like, does he do the defensive work? I think that's a bit that's been a bit overstated. He works so yeah. hard in the defensive side of things stop as well. All game, honestly. Like sometimes I look at Fab and Thiago and like I just think like like Harvey's on, done let's... better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like look at Harvey, forgot copy Harvey. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I just don't think you can drop like. The players that have been actually given a shit, basically. No, no, no. I, I, it, look, it's a, it's, I think it's an absolutely fair point on the, on the Harvey Elliott thing. I know I'm he's sure. young, but you know. Yeah, no, no, he is. But again, he's, you're right, he's, he's playing well. He's performing. So he, he deserves mm -hmm. his place. And if we feel this is a game that we're going to need to break Southampton down, 
then yeah, go for it. There is a thing of I, we know now Jordan Henderson's going to the World Cup. I don't think he's going to play lots as much as I think it should work the other way around. Like international teams should very much think about how they take care of the club's players to make sure they're fit and available. The problem is, is that how how well do you trust international teams and how well do you you know do we trust England to not goose Jordan Henderson you know because Gareth Southgate is so desperate to chase not being lambasted by all the English media and all the people on uh, social media when they inevitably get knocked out in the quarterfinals because that's how good England are Um, so maybe we do have to be a little bit careful but I know for this one I'm I'm going to go I think it'll be Hendo in the six I think it'll be Thiago and I think it will be Harvey Elliott maybe I'll play a bit of devil's advocate there but I don't think it matters really. I mean, no. yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're kind of like all all of those midfield options are pretty much as good as each other. Yeah. I do think we move the ball a bit quicker when Henderson's in the six, and I think this is one of those games where if we're just looking to catch them flat-footed, Fabinho can come in at any point. You know, and he's another one again who's he's got. You know, uh, yeah, he's, he's got to think about his Brazilian place as well. He's another one who's not going to yeah. play, but. Yeah. He's struggling now, Fab. I know, that's fair, the like thing. It. The fact that Firmino didn't get into the squad as well, and then like the likes of Fabinho, and that is literally like being shocking. I know it's different Fred positions. Yeah. Yeah. They've only yeah. got about five midfielders and about nine strikers. So if you compare, yeah. if you compare like Jesus and Richarlison's like stats compared to Firmino, it makes me so angry. Because yeah. did you see the video of him, Richarlison sitting around with his family when they find out that he's in the squad, and they all start cheering, and I had this horrible image of Bobby sitting with his family. Not out. He just oh. walks. And he drops his head down, yeah, and he just stopped. walks over to the piano and just starts banging out like a really no. sad version of Imagine. I just had I mean? the vision of the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh no! Oh god! Yeah. yeah are, are there film? Is the film on the cutting room floor of like Brazilian football? Like, oh, me not in the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. messing. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. messing. Yeah. I'm well better than him. Yeah, Bobby right. Firmino should be accepting much... Portuguese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. your messing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're messing in Portuguese. You let us know in the uh, in the chat. That would be absolutely great. Um, yeah, sad. Um, we've got a couple of super chats in actually. Um, some interesting ones from, from Tuckles here. said, I'd love to see a video based on our players' heat maps. I love Harvey against tired legs, but he hates Trent and Fab's positioning, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And this is Harvey doesn't complete the triangle in defence, leaves Trent exposed and pulls Fab out on the right, leaving holes. Love to see your thoughts on uh, my opinion. Thank you for the awesome content. I, honestly, I, I can't tell you I know enough about it. I've looked periodically at the heat maps. Uh, I, 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 I mean, literally, I could try and do it now, but you might have like five minutes of dead air while me staring at a at a, at a screen go well I tried to pull up, pull up enough information on that but it, interest, it is actually an interesting point I, I did notice on a heat map the other day that Fabinho was playing in a stripe through the middle of the team but it was more right of centre mm. but I had no context for that I'd not, I've not noticed that before so I couldn't tell you particularly whether that whether he's generally more central or generally more left my interpretation of that is he plays more to the right my suspicion and this is not based in fact it's because Thiago drops in a lot and, and you know he is often a little bit he's often deeper than Fabinho and he's certainly more left sided he's more six and a half than than eight and a half when he plays in the mid, in the mm. midfield three which would naturally cause Fabinho to, to hover over but you you might be spot on with that I know I've I've seen that as a, as a critique but I can only think yeah. back to the other week when we brought Harvey on for Milner what game was that Ajax was that um, no Napoli um, and he um, he was brilliant. You know, he was he, he was he was he was doing all yeah. the cutting down and cutting the passing lanes. I think if you're looking for someone who's going to be like properly properly shielding in, in right back, then it'd be nice to have a bit more physical presence. I, I agree, but his reading of the game, I think in the when you when you when you're containing an opposition team in their half, I think Harvey's got has got that in, in his locker there's no way I'm going to be able to find this data I really really <laughs> want to find it for you so I could, I could be able to say unequivocally that that is absolutely the case um, um, but yeah well just Jamie what are your thoughts on on on, on, on that I know what you mean I think because he started off as a as a right winger it's kind of you know cutting inside on his left foot so maybe he's got that that kind of um, instincts to to go outside and and these these he plays the little one twos doesn't he with Salah and things like that mm. i think cuz he's more 
he's not slight, but he's 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 physically smaller yeah. than the other midfielders. I think it's a natural thing for people to go, oh, well, he'll get overrun in midfield, uh-huh. and he's not like you know, he's not like uh, Gennaro Gattuso or whatever. But he can obviously he's going to learn, develop interceptions, pressing. It's not. I don't think he's ever going to be putting tackles in like Roy Keane or what you know. Yeah. But he's he's definitely going to develop that side of his game. I, I I in terms of the heat maps, I would have been interesting to see Salas because it was it just seemed like he, he was um, definitely far further to the right in the first five five six games of the season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've, I've got. I, I know what you mean with with like the. Kind of defensive vulnerability because people just seem mm. to come down. They target us down. Our people right have always targeted us down. Our right. so like, it's like people saying it's a new fucking thing. Yeah, people have always, always done it. And again, it goes back to my argument about Trent. Without sorry to pick up the baton and shout at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like Trent has always that has always, always happened. Now again, yeah. this is where I think where this is where the next logical step is. Because I think this is a bit of like it's a bit of a Trent defense, which I think is fair to do. Um, is well. If we've always been targeted down that side, and we've had we've always had a, a really good defensive records all told in terms of goals, goals conceded and what have you, then it stands to reason that it might be a problem in front in front of the defence and not the defence itself. And I, I do tend to agree with that. And it's whether is Fabinho being left to do too much, and I, and I, I think that's a perfectly reasonable point or concern to raise mm. I don't know enough about it to be able to say one way or the other because it still feels to me like I think Fabinho's just a bit sluggish this season he's looked like he's been drowning yeah. like literally drowning but I don't I don't know whether that's because of the formation as well do you know what I mean has he got too much to do because he, he just looks like he's literally like the ground's going to swallow him up sometimes do you know what I mean the amount of times he's lost the ball and stuff yeah I, in all that time I've managed to look at the heat match of three Have different games them? and I couldn't I, honestly <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't prove or disprove it one way or the other I'd need to get more data on that one but definitely an interesting point we'll, we'll, we'll do, probably do, we'll be doing some stats specials and stuff over the winter break on Redmen Plus Chris is better at this stuff than I am so yeah if you've got anything that you particularly want us to look at then yeah but thank you so much to the Tuckles there for the, for the Super Chats and hopefully uh, we've not disappointed you too badly by not having the instant answer to in-depth tactical questions about you need a dossier like uh, Bielsa don't you I'm more hopeful that Pep Linders and Klopp know the answer (laughs) than me at this point but we'll we'll, we'll have to see on that one Uh, let's have a little look at the uh, other Premier League fixtures this weekend Um, Manchester City hosts Brentford in the 12.30 kickoff. I think anyone who's smart has got a Haaland triple captain for that Mm. one Um, and we'll expect Man City to wipe the floor with them it's therefore one of those games where I have a little sneaky back of my mind thing where it wouldn't shock me if Brentford nicked something. Ivan yeah, Tony with a big point to yeah. prove. That's what I was thinking, a point to prove. I mean, I've I've put, I'm so stupid I am, and we fantasy footy, I've captained Haaland and then vice-captained Ivan Tony. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I just thought, you never know. Why just, not? Why not? You never know. We're the three o'clock, uh, and amongst the three o'clock, Bournemouth host Everton. Ooh, wow. Oh, the, the, the infamous um, game, of course, with all the Everton spilled onto the ground in their Lonsdale slip-ons um, they'll be looking for another one of those again um, <laughs> West Ham host Leicester really interesting to see where the Leicester's um, sort of rejuvenation in recent weeks continues and West Ham are a little bit in the doldrums is, is Frank um, I, I know we're, we're stepping on uh, our neighbours so is Frank in real trouble if they lose that game do you think I think that will be the game where the fans start to turn a bit. Now, yeah. I did I did the overlap this week with Baz from Toffee TV, and he was like, "No, no, you know, still fully behind Frank Lampard." And I did I asked the question, "Does he still get his?" You know, and apparently he still gets Evan, really yeah. gets oh, them, and that's. He? They lost That's... to Bournemouth like two days ago as well, didn't mm. they, in the cup? But like four one, wasn't yeah. it? So I'm not being funny, but you know, Bournemouth got the mental the men- mental like point already yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. No, it's a, and it, but it's a big game for them they need they need a yeah. response and that's the the worst thing for them is that league cup is so derided that everyone sees it as really as an easy competition mm. to win but when you're a team that hasn't won a trophy in forever when you then you go well maybe if we put a cup run together and then you get knocked out at like well, first or second the, the second opportunity depending on what round you enter into it um, the real frustration on there so that's I, I'm starting to see a few 
because look, you're starting to see those stats. There was the one last week that even if Everton win this game, they can't even match Rafa Benitez's points total in this amount of games from last season. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't, and we all know it doesn't matter because there was ages where Brendan Rodgers' win percentage was better than Jurgen Klopp's mm. in like the first 18 months of his Liverpool career or whatever. Counts for fuck all, really. It's how you feel about your manager yeah. and, and how bought into you are to what they're doing. But I think, yeah, that will be. Interesting to see how they handle that. There was the thing with them. them; it was like, oh, they're un- unbeaten in seven or something, and like six of them were draws. And mm-hmm. the, and I think like that's not great form, is it? In terms no. of picking up points. Goes like, back to what I was saying before, though. Depending on where you are in the table and what your context is, what you what perceives to be a good run of form is entirely different. We're used to having to win. 32 games a season yeah. to be for it to be a good season and even not because you might not even win the league yeah. win the league title uh, these are in a spell where not losing multiple games back to back yeah. is seen as a, as a real win um, Spurs host Leeds it'd be lovely if Leeds could beat someone I'm, I'm just I need Leeds and Forest to fucking beat someone else good <laughs> so I feel less bad about what they what yeah. they did to yeah, us. Yeah, I'm like that. Um, Forrest host Crystal Palace who gives a shit about that one ultimately. Uh, Newcastle, Chelsea. Ho, 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 ho. That's the one to watch. The old big money boys versus the new big yeah. money boys. At St James's Park as well, that will be a really interesting watch. Mm-hmm. Half five Saturday, uh, Wolves Arsenal is a quarter to eight on Saturday night as well. That's another one uh, where Wolves are obviously absolutely shite at the moment uh, and would normally be the kind of team that would cause Arsenal problems, but Arsenal are flying. Uh, Brighton Villa, really interesting test there again. Um, when you're looking at Unai Emery and it's now his second game, second proper game, not counting the League Cup, obviously they're playing United tonight. Um, Again, um, whether he can start to start to turn the corner for them, and then Fulham play the aforementioned Manchester United at half four. I don't want to get ahead of myself because the most important thing here is that Liverpool just win, and everyone else can get fucked. I don't care about anyone else's results, really. You know, there's obvious ones if the teams above us can drop points, but there is a nice little world here where. We can start the weekend with a win against Southampton and we can be sent off to the World Cup with Man United losing away to Fulham. And I'll take that. I'll absolutely I'll take, take okay. that. That would be a stellar way to see to see the proper football uh, take a little bit of a hiatus. Um, but yeah, there's no thoughts on any of those fixtures in the comments. Uh, which one are you going to be tuning in for? Which one do you think the most harbours the most chance for for an upset or will be the best watch of the lot? Um, yeah, you only have plenty more content between us. Uh, here and a kickoff as well. Steve uh, has done the starting eleven prediction already. Um, I was over doing a journal insight with Neil Jones, really delving into the behind the scenes stuff of what we know so far on the on FSG and the takeover and all that kind of thing as well. Uh, that's again that's streaming on Redman Plus right now, and there will be the watch along at the weekend. Uh, we'll also have Jurgen Klopp's press conference uh, on YouTube and available on podcast and apps as well. Right, let's have a score prediction for this one, Jamie. What do you think? Two nil. I don't think a hammer in, but I'm. I just don't want any drama. Okay. Just please. That'll do. I'll be. Yeah. I'll say three. I think three. I think three. Maybe two for Salah. Maybe a, an Ebu header. Maybe. That's what I yeah. think. I, I need to put a bet on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've said it. If it happens. Yeah, you're kicking yourself. Uh, yeah, I, I want this. I'd like us to put a performance on here, and I've kind of mentally got 3-0 in my head mm. and this might be a bit greedy given how we've, we have really struggled for, for you know for consistency this season when let's be honest beggars can't be choosers I would take a 94th minute last minute yeah. deflect the goal to get us the three points here because it's more important than anything pardon me but however I've got a sneaky feeling this is like a this is a real put on a show for the fans kind yeah. of game if we treat it the right way, if they put the right level of endeavour in, they keep the door shut, don't do anything stupid, which we've done a lot this season, this would be a good time to make sure we've definitely stopped that. I'm saying three, but, but I, I could see this being a four or five mm. if we do all if we do all the right things. Um, God, be nice, so. wouldn't it? God, I hope so. Um, what's your score prediction? Let us know if you're live here in the comments, if you're after the fact on YouTube in the comments, uh, if you ever listen to us on podcasts and apps, yeah, make sure that you leave a five-star review on on you know Spotify and Apple Music and all that good stuff as well. That all helps. Um, but yeah, if you want more content from us, uh, then check out redmenplus.com. And as mentioned, if you then do that, you are entitled to two free tickets to come and uh, to come to our subscriber social events, four till eight pm. 
And let's be honest, it's in Coyote Ugly with Chris Pajak. So that is very much an advisory basic time. That's like a minimum requirement. Um, there's no way that doesn't go on beyond 8pm. But yeah, if you're a subscriber to Redman Plus at any tier, uh, then if you you get two free tickets, the code will be emailed to you in your welcome email. And then you go on Skiddle, you put the code in, and then you get your two tickets and you come and scan them on the door. And then you can come and have a bevy and a sing song with us on Sunday. Um, yeah, you know, if you're in a boss mood, then you can sort that out like doors. If you're looking for some commiserate, we're very good at doing that we've had end of season parties when we've lost the title on the last day and we've had a boss time so we're going to have a great time this time around so yeah hope to see you guys over there if you're on YouTube you can scan the QR code to go there or just go to redmanplus.com and sign up manually that would be great anyway Abby thank you so much Jamie Thank you so much. And for you guys as well, the final match build-up uh, for a month and a bit. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure for this mid-season. Um, more a pleasure doing these and less at times watching the actual football. But fingers <laughs> crossed, uh, Liverpool have turned the corner. Let's make it four uh, wins to finish off this little period and we can all go to the World Cup just craving more Liverpool. That would be amazing. Thanks for listening. If you want even more boss content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.